rude. Climb past. Morena. Morena, Jack. Good morning. All you good. Are, you are done very well. Thanks. You are talking environmental yeah. education this year for us. Well, you know, I, you and I have talked about this in the past in some strange connective ways. And, and the funny thing is we're working at the moment with Mesler Foundation doing a tremendous uh, program in which I'm going to be working with schools, teachers, but mostly teachers and kids. And it's all about the, the environment as a context for education. So environmental education, you know, we're always thinking about um, – what do you call it? Stuff like garden to table and the virus schools right, and compost yeah. bins and, and the old chicken. But this is something different. And you'll find something on, I think, TV One News this weekend. I think they're going to screen it this, this week about what happened this week. So I just wanted to explain what this actually looks like, what this is about. When I hear your story about the ghost road, yeah, I go... You are lucky, Jack. You were in the last cohort that actually was really connected with nature and can actually eloquently talk about it. You can probably add maths to the number of footsteps you did per 100 meters. You can do the maths in terms of the weight of your pack. <laughs> you, you can do, you know what I mean? The number of bags of lollies and blocks of chocolate we made our way through. <laughs> exactly. The square, the square centimeters of sand flies that were sitting on your skin. Yeah. I love it. I, this is what I'm talking about. If you think about it, that trip, on the, to take one silly example, that trip was full of curriculum. Mm, mm, totally. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, there was, and then there was something else. There was respect. And there was family. And there was history. And there was kaitiakitana and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so... I would love to do projects with teachers in schools along those lines. Now, I'll give you an example of what happened this week. In Christchurch, we've got this amazingly gorgeous, deep purple butterfly, a small butterfly, like a blue butterfly. It's called the boulder copper. Right. And and we've always known it is right in the south. You don't see it much in the north. Island. I don't think hmm. they occur there. But, here. but recently, some friends of mine, uh, Hamish and Brian Patrick have discovered that we have not one species, but something like 15 different species, if you look at their genetics. And so when I got a teacher here at Burnside Primary saying, oh, we want to build a butterfly a garden, I said, oh, not one of those blinking monarch gardens. He said, yeah, 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 that's what, that's what we want. I said, oh, come on, have I got an idea for you? Yeah. There is this gorgeous butterfly that's been all over, uh, you know, Canterbury for millions of years it's left Christchurch when we built the city because all the the stony soils the outwash of the Waimakariri River basically uh, which was its habitat is basically built upon yeah and that little butterfly is still on Kaitoriti Spit and it's behind the airport it's it's not I would say endangered but it's not common it's going backwards yeah. how about creating a garden to get that thing back into the city and get the kids to ride to dock to get to write to the iwi to see if they would appreciate the taonga coming back. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. At the, sa at the same time, learning all about their hist life history, their food plants, and all that sort of stuff. So we've been doing that over the last six months with that group at Burnside Primary School. And they built a garden. They invited the minister to come and help. That was Eugenie Sage at the time, to help build the garden. They did contact Iwi. They did look at Maori studies and history. 
They do the numeracy. How many do we need? Mm. How are we going to transport them? Which is technology. And we're talking about a, a kitty woven from flax lined with tulle to take these really precious, gorgeous butterflies back into the city. And that's what this is about. It's art, technology, it's biomimicry learning from nature. And we did that last Thursday. It sounds amazing. This is what I'm talking about. It sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. And suddenly a project like this, which spans the whole curriculum, becomes meaningful because mm. they all get it, what they're doing. Mm. And, and that's exactly what this is about. That's how educated. I know you all get that too, but yeah. a lot of yeah. people, younger people don't. They, they sort of go like, wow, can you do that at school? <gasps> yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Hipkins about that. I talked to all these. Yeah, and you can do that. You know what? The, the, yeah, the, the best way to learn is, is to learn when you don't realize you're learning, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And ADHD me, I'd be the tree climber that gets the specimens. Of yeah. Course, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. That there you go. Wonderful. Nature literacy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad, Rude. It sounds like um, there you go. a great project. Okay. Thank you. Have yourself Keep a good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yo. Will do.